What is going on? We are back for episode 29 of the Media Captain Podcast. Jason Parks. And Stephanie Parks. I thought I was going to get my name in there first, but of course, Jason took the lead. And this is the first time that we have we have a guest watching our podcast. <laughs> so shout out to Corey, who's serving as our producer. We, uh, we've grown in fame to such extent that we have a uh, somebody that actually wanted to to come into our parents' basement and, and <laughs> listen and watch our podcast. I was going to say what this is not the first time for is recording a podcast in our parents' basement. Here so, we are, back again. With Stephanie and I's schedule, we're just uh, busy, <laughs> so we don't always get to meet up. But if our parents invite us over to dinner, we uh, Stephanie always manages to bring the microphone. So she asks, are you surprised that I brought the microphone? And I said, no, but I'm, I'm excited that you did. I'm still giving myself a pat on the back. I think I deserve it. Well... I will give you a pat on the back as well. <laughs> well, well deserved. Um, today we're going to talk about a blog calendar for your business. I think it's really important because everybody talks about blogging, and on the agency side, working with hundreds of clients, we see very few people that ever execute well on a blog. I mean, people write a lot of content. Um, you know, they're somewhat inconsistent, but we, we very, very rarely see somebody who just executes it to the point where they're driving uh, leads for their, you know, leads or sales for their business. And blogging is those is one of those things that. A lot of people, business owners, think that they're supposed to do, so they do it, and they just write something just to write it because they they think that they're supposed to have a blog on their website. But like Jason said, they just they don't execute it in the right way, and they don't execute it well. Um, and what we think is that blogging is very important, and it needs to be you you need to have a plan in place. Otherwise, it's it's not going to do anything for you, and it's going to be a waste of your time. And before we get further into the podcast, we want to thank our sponsor, Verizon Wireless. Uh, I'm just kidding. We don't we don't have a sponsor. But um, <laughs> I was like, we got a sponsor. We'll eventually get one. Um, <laughs> all right. Going on to a couple of things before we go into all of the topics on blogging. The average blog post takes three hours and 16 minutes to write. So I think when people um, envision a blog, they're like, oh, that's something I can whip out in like 30, you know, get done in 30 minutes. Uh a lot of times, if you want the blog to do well, I mean, there has to be substance behind it. And by the time you pick a top topic, write it, have somebody proof it over, um, the average blog post takes three hours and 16 minutes to write. I personally don't think I've ever spent three hours on a blog, but I'm pretty fast. I, ha- I have. A lot of times when I'll <laughs> go, like, uh, when I've written just digital marketing blogs, like, I've, I've gotten pretty deep into it so jason writes a blog he never reads it over i don't know how long it takes him but then he sends it to me and i have to do the editing so by the time all that's done for sure it takes it takes three hours and 16 minutes and another uh, another interesting statistic is that on average companies with blogs produce 67 percent more leads per month than those without 67 percent that's that's a big that's a big number so um, the reason, obviously, why I th- we think this podcast is is uh, beneficial to the listeners is because we have two businesses. We have the Media Captain, which is the digital marketing agency, and that's on the B2B side. And we have Durham Warehouse, which is on the B2C side, and that's uh, e-commerce. Um, and so we're going to talk about how we've deployed a blog strategy for, for each business because it's going to be really important for you to understand just how topics are selected and how blog strategies are executed because that's where most people, uh, most businesses fail. 
So the first step here is putting together some kind of calendar. You don't have to blog every week. You don't have to blog every day. Pick a schedule that you feel like you can actually execute and stick to it. A lot of people think that they have to do write a blog a, like a certain number of times in, in a month, and that's just not the case. It's more beneficial for you to put together quality content than for you to actually feel like you have to write every day or every week. Yeah, and when, and when you put together a calendar, you know, put dates and deadlines of when you want to come and up And topics. With, uh, topics and um, when you want to post the draft, when it's going to get published, how you're going to promote it on social. So with so many things going on in a day, just holding yourself accountable with a calendar is uh, is very important. Um, so how do you come up with the 12-month calendar, though? That's what we're going to dive into. And the uh, first couple of things to understand is the importance of... Um, a couple of items when it comes to blogging. And the first is uh, going to be the title of the blog. Uh, you want to find topics that are relevant and searched for. And so, Steph, why don't you just go into how you find a topic that, because you can write a blog, but if you don't put the right title associated with it and the correct URL, nobody could find it. So why don't you um, hit on this? Well, what we found is that using a very long tail title, so a title that has a lot of words in it that's very specific, is going to be the best play. Find something that, that your customers are searching for. Find something that's interesting to them. And the more specific you get, the the better you're going to rank for that title. So there's a few ways that... And, and, and really quick. And the reason for that is because there's less competition. When you're going after something very long tail, there's going to be less competition than writing a blog on how to create a good blog calendar. I mean, there's going to be a million people that have written about that. So coming up with a longer tail search queries, there's going to be less competition, higher likelihood of ranking, and there's going to be higher intent for that search. So a few tips for how you can do this. The first is if you run a Google Ads campaign or a Bing Ads campaign, log into your account, go to a PPC campaign that you have set up or a shopping campaign, whatever you're running, and look at the search terms that are coming in for your campaign. When you see these search terms, you're going to get a lot of ideas of the type of thing that people are searching for, questions that people are asking, and this should be a great way to come up with a list of topics for your blogs. So that's that's number one. That's one of the first things that I always do. Number two, you can type in a, a product or a service that you offer and find an, in Google and find related search terms. If you scroll to the bottom of the page when you type your search into Google, it will it will show you search terms related to what you typed in. So this is going to be a way to find great long tail topics as well for your blog post. Um, the third idea is to look at the Moz Keyword Explorer. And same thing, type in your, your top keywords, and this is going to generate a list for you of, of relevant topics, and it's just going to help you generate ideas. Yeah, and uh, going off that, Google AdWords Keyword Planner, another free tool that you can use similar to Moz Keyword Explorer. You type something in that you think people are searching for, and then it will show you a lot of different variations. It will show you based off of overall volume, so you can see you know, from the most searched for um, keywords uh, just in terms of, of volume, so you can segment that out. Then also in the Google-related search, 
so not only are there related search terms at the bottom of the page, but a lot of times Google will also generate a list of questions. Uh, it's called like related questions that people ask or other questions that people ask, and it will help you also put together some ideas. And the tough thing with this though, guys, is that when you're trying to select a blog topic, when you go very long tail, a lot of times there might not necessarily be data on how much volume there is. Um, so it can kind of be up to you to get creative in, in using your gut as to what you think people are searching for. Yeah, you know your customers, you know you know the kind of question kinds of questions that your customers have. So use your best judgment. Just because you see something pop up on Google or see something pop up in your search terms, you know that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a ton of traffic to that page, but you know your business, so um, make your decisions based on that. Okay, so now this is going to be kind of cool because we're going to get into examples for the media captain, examples for Durham Warehouse. Um, and I will start off with, with the media captain. So, uh, you know, we're fortunate that we are able to, I mean, the majority of our business comes from Ohio because we're based in Columbus and people find us on Google, but we can do, we can work with a client anywhere. And, and we do, we work with clients all over uh, the country. So um, one, one of the things for the blog strategy is we go long tail in our blog topics because we would love to get leads from people outside of Ohio who are just searching for digital marketing related topics. Uh, so an example of the past couple blogs that we've written, one is how to open up a second location on Google My Business. Um, we just moved offices, so I've become very well versed on Google My Business. So I wrote a topic on opening up a second location on Google My Business and how to go through video verification on Google My Business. So those are both very detailed topics that I've written about already after writing those were ranking on the first page and that's just a way that we're able to get um, you know traffic at a national level so when you think of the media captain strategy from an SEO perspective we're trying to rank for Columbus SEO company Columbus digital marketing agency that's kind of just at the service page level but we have a national play with our blog topics so when it comes to your business you have to be thinking all right well can I um, do work throughout you know can I do work throughout the whole country or is it a local play in another before we get into Durham warehouse a client of ours they're in endodontist so they do uh, you know they treat root canals and whatnot um, which I somebody asked I, I I got a crown and I think it was, I forget who it was. It was I, me. Oh yeah, it was you. And you were like, have you had a root canal? And I was like, I don't know. And I didn't even ask you. We were just talking about root canals for some reason. And you were like, have I ever gotten a root canal? And I was like, I think you did once. Yeah, and you were but, like, I have no idea. But it was a crown. Um, Not a root canal. I feel like that's something that I should probably know a little better. But for them, they're a local company. So they can't do work really outside of Columbus. And one of the blogs that was written for them was, uh, you know, what what you can eat and what you can't eat after having a root canal procedure. Well, they rank on the first page of Google for that. So if somebody's searching in California, Arizona, uh, Nebraska, like that blog is populating on the first page. Um, you might be asking, well, what benefit does that have for the client considering that they can only do business locally? Well, what happens is when a lot of other people within the industry write blog content themselves, they're going to reference a source online. So they're going to find that article and they're going to link to it. And that's going to help from an SEO perspective, which will boost their website. So even though the play is not similar to the media captain from a national perspective, um, it still has a lot of benefit if it ranks nationally. And now an example for Durham Warehouse, what I've been waiting minutes for to talk about. Um, that was so, a very long-winded. Uh, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, so. wow, when am I going to be allowed to talk again? Well, here I am. 
Um, so for Durham Warehouse, what I do a lot of times is I blog about our popular products that we sell. So for example, our one of our most popular products is a product by Skin Medica. It's called the TNS Essential Serum. And I went to Google, I typed TNS, Skin Medica TNS Essential Serum into the search bar. And what a lot of people were searching for is, uh, is TNS Essential Serum worth the price? This is a $281 product. So before people are shelling out that kind of money, they want to know if it's worth it. A lot of people are searching for that. I looked also in our search terms for our PPC campaigns on, on Google Ads. A lot of people had that same question. So I wrote a blog about that. The title of the blog was, Is the Skin Medica TNS Essential Serum Worth the Price? I know a lot about this product, so I wrote my opinion. Uh, I said that it was worth the price, and I listed out all of the reasons why, gave all of the information about the product, talked about the ingredients, and then at the end, I even copied in reviews from our customers about the product and how much they love it and how much of a difference that they've made that that this product has made on their skin uh, that's another thing that a lot of people are searching for reviews of tns essential serum so i wanted to add those in there because i know it's something that people want to read and after i published this blog i saw immediate almost immediately that our sales for this product jumped from what it had been and and we were showing up on the first page for, we were showing up in the first position when someone actually searched for that whole phrase, is the Skin Medica TNS Essential Serum worth the price? But even for the product itself, we were showing, we were ranking on the first page. Oh, well, yeah, but for that blog now, it's ranking number one overall. Yes, like yes. literally you type that for in. For that question specifically. Mm-hmm. And another thing that you can do, which which I haven't done for this particular blog yet, but Jason did it for his, is he recorded a short video and he put the video in with the blog. And now that video ranks separately than the blog post. So you have two different things ranking for that topic. Yeah, and we'll do we'll do a whole another um, podcast recording on just like uh, how you can leverage video and YouTube for for your SEO. But yeah, I tried to kill two birds with one stone. I already had the the blog written, so I recorded a corresponding video, embedded it within the blog. And, and when it's going to take you three hours and 16 minutes to get a blog up there, you might as well get as much out of it as you can, right? Ouch. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the videos don't take that long to record, so you know, get film it, even if it's on your phone, film something, talk about it, and that can rank separately. And that can just make your blog really go to the, even the next level. And, and one other thing, so we've talked about um, SEO and keyword tracking. So make sure before you write a blog, or right after the blog gets published, but I'd recommend doing it like a week before the blog gets published, is, is put that keyword into SEMrush or Moz, wherever you're tracking your keywords. So it was pretty neat because we put in, um, is TNS Essential Serum worth the price? We put it within SEMrush, which is where we're tracking it for Durham Warehouse. And then after the blog was posted, you know, we saw a little movement. And then one day it was just like, boom, it jumped over 70 spots um, onto the first page. And we were just continuing to see it grow more and more. And within SEMrush, when you're tracking all your keywords, you can also create labels. So you can um, create labels just for blogs so you can see your overall search visibility, um, you know, based off of where your blogs are ranking. And then something else that I think a lot of people are curious about is linking within the blog post. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, external links and internal links within the blog. So if you're writing a blog and you can link it to other pages 
add links to other pages on your site, that's a really good idea. So for my blog about the TNS Essential Serum, I talked about you know some other products that might be comparable to that, and I linked to them within our site. So you know if people are reading the blog, they want to search for other things, they can do that right from there. I also link to the the product page itself on our site. So if people want to read more reviews or they want to just go ahead and buy the product, um, that's that would be great. And they can do that. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, internal linking. Thank you. I would say I would say three to four. Try and get three to four internal links within every blog post. Make them natural, though. Don't force it. You know, if they're yeah. there, put them in there. But you don't have to don't don't put something in there if it's not a natural fit. And the way Google, I mean, the, Google views a site as powerful when there's just natural flow going between all of the pages. So when you have a blog and it's linking then to the TNS Essential Serum products, or it's going to, you know, let's say Dr. Uh, or Dr. Parks gave a quote on the product and it's going to his about page, when there's just that natural flow, it's really good. And also Google wants to see authoritativeness within um, each blog post. So when there's external links going to uh, with statistics and sources and references, that's going to that's going to help also. Um, a plugin that's really great is is Yoast um, for WordPress, and that's just they give a lot of recommendations from an SEO perspective as to what's right with your page, what's wrong with your page. So after you've completed a blog, um, make sure to just check the Yoast settings. That's Y O A S T. Maybe. Y-O-A-S-T. Yeah. yeah. So um, make sure to check that because that will help further improve the blog. What else you got? I think that's it. That's we, we created a rough outline and that covers <laughs> that covers everything. So just to just to recap, um, you want to create a calendar and a plan for this, but before doing that, strategically select your topics. If you're the last thing that you want to do is waste three hours and sixteen minutes per blog to not have the blogs found on Google. Um, so just make sure that uh, even if you want to run it by a consultant, just to ensure that you have um, the right strategy, I would say is important. And also just pick all your topics up front if you can for your for your calendar because it's if you sit down and you're like, oh gosh, I have to think of a blog topic right now, chances are you're going to get distracted, you're not going to want to do it, you're going to end up doing something else and the blog is never going to get written. But if you have this this schedule planned out and you have all the topics and all you have to do is sit down and write them for three hours and 16 minutes, that is makes it a lot easier. And here's the thing with blogs is that the synergy amongst other channels is is unbelievable. So when you write a blog, there's normally three or four posts that can be derived for social media. Um, you can use that blog as an email blast. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of different, um, you can post it on LinkedIn. So there's just a lot of different ways that your company can leverage the blog. And it really just makes you a, uh, an expert and, and authoritative within your field, which um, establishes more credibility with customers. So, all right. We didn't think we were done. Or we thought we were done and we weren't, but now I think we are. We literally go 20 minutes on like every podcast recording. So somehow we magically always get to that to that 20 minute time span. We do. Um, well, please leave us a review if you have listened to our blogs and you like them and they're helpful for you. Listen to our podcasts, not our blogs. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> listen to our blogs. Oh, <laughs> if you've listened to our podcast and you liked it, please leave us a review. They're super, super helpful. Help spread the word. Um, and other than that, any questions, you can tweet at the media captain. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye.